And God said to them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world and train believers how to live independently of the world's system and have dominion over it. Dr. Bill Winston is fulfilling the Great Commission, and as a result, people are being empowered to walk in the plan and purpose that God has for their lives. Join us in the great things we are doing to change the world through the love of Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Believer's Walk of Faith. Well, hello, Bill Winston here, and welcome to the Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, Today's teaching is a powerful teaching. It's talking about faith and walking by faith. Now, when you walk by faith, you're basically walking by something you cannot see, something that's invisible. Now, you can't prove it with your feeling or touch or taste, or you can't physically see it. it as a matter of fact, it can't even be proven with your mind, but it is true. And it's a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Praise God. Let's get into it. We're going to tell you more about that. It's called Contending for the Faith. Different degrees of faith. There is, um, the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians 1.3 that faith grows. Faith grows. So God never intended for a Christian to stay at one level of faith. That says over in Mark chapter 4 verse 40, he says, why did that you have no faith? So Satan robbed them of their faith. Somebody said, well, God is just testing me. No, Satan's trying to steal your faith and kill you. So we got to get that faith together. Also in Matthew 14, 31, when Jesus began to sink, he said, uh, Jesus said, oh, ye of little faith. Could be a short burst or whatever have you. Also in Matthew chapter 8, verse 10, um, they, uh, um, he said to the centurion, uh, I've not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. What is great faith? Great faith says I can have it the way I want it. See, because this, this, this centurion said, you don't need to come to the house. Now you could have come to the house, but you don't need to come to the house. What you do is just speak the word from here. And I'm going to use my faith to get that servant healed. Who is in Car who is in who is in who is in southern Illinois? Now I'm, I'm saying this because your grandmama might be homesick. But if you got great faith, you can get the word from here and get grandmama healed there. That, that's all I'm saying. And then he says over in Romans chapter 4.20, he said about Abraham, he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. But look what he says. He staggered not at the promise of God through what? Unbelief, but was what? Strong in faith, giving glory to God. And, and, and he's being fully persuaded that what God had promised <laughs> he was able also to perform. Now I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to do something with that right there. Um, what God had promised, I put here a revel, uh, um, uh, religion. 
and, and what religion does. Just a minute. Can you, can you wait a minute? Let me find this. I have it so beautifully typed. Um, all right. Um, religion. Religion says, I hope so. You think that's going to happen? I sure hope so. These are believers now. Um, religion confesses without action. <laughs> I believe I received, I believe I received, no action in it. I have never believed I received anything material without having to sow a seed. You start confessing that and the Holy Ghost will tell you, so. <laughs> also, religion says, believe because it makes sense. Most times, faith does not make sense. And human reason is used as a weapon of the devil to rob faith. Every time. Religion quotes scripture with no revelation. That's what I wanted to get to. It quotes it. It quotes it. You remember the man who was on Mark chapter 10? who was a rich young ruler. He came to Jesus and said, what can I do, you know, that I can have eternal life? Jesus said, well, you know the commandments. Now, he's scripture now. Do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor thy father and mother, and so forth and so on. He said, well, all that have I done for my youth. See, he, he knows the scripture. Jesus said, okay, since you know so much, go your way, sell what you have, give to the poor, because whoever gives to the poor lends to the Lord and he'll pay him back again. And you'll have treasure in heaven. Come on, take up the cross and follow me. So religion quotes the word. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever man sows, that shall he also reap. He'll give you a hundredfold, a thousand times more and so forth. But when it comes to acting on that, religion backs up. See, I'm trying to expose something now. Because if you got religion, it won't work. And it'll, that spirit will stay with you as long as you'll let him stay. I mean, give him some pajamas. Let him sleep in there with you. Because religion will go to bed with you. Wake up with you. But that's why I said one of the rules of engagement from this point forward is don't Settle for any unanswered prayer. Not a bit. Are you following what I'm saying? Now we see here that religion is at work. And this was at the time that Peter was in jail. Let's go to that. And that's over in Acts chapter 12. Acts chapter 12. Now what happened? Peter was arrested. Why? Because working signs, wonders, and miracles and the kingdom was being established and the devil was mad about it. So it said here, starting at verse 5, and Peter therefore was kept in prison. But prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was 
sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept it, kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him. See? Now everybody focuses in on that. But look at verse 6. This is what you ought to focus in on. Peter was asleep. Now, you're about to go to the electric chair. Not you, not you, not you, not you. Somebody is getting killed the next day. And they're sleeping? Say amen. So the thing that tells you when you're in faith is that you can rest. If you, if you cannot rest and it's in your stomach, if you cannot rest, you are not in faith. You pray that prayer and that's it. But if you go back to pray it again, if you start talking to your friends about it, so forth and so on, you are not at rest and it's a matter of time before he makes you eat your lunch. That he was at rest. Then he shows up because the angel walked him out of there and he shows up at the house that they were praying for. These believers now, these church folk. And he knocked at the door. Well, let's go over here and see what he says here. It says, verse 13, and Peter knocked at the door of the gate of the damsel and a damsel came and heard him to, to, to hearken, pardon me, named Rhoda. And when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran and told how Peter stood before the gate. And they said to her, you crazy. You out of your mind. You girl, you're, girl, go on. You've been, you've, been, you've been staying up too late at night. Go on, go on, get out of here. These are praying people. All right. All right. But they were praying and not expecting a thing. That's right. And I don't want them people to pray for me ever again. Those people can't do anything for you because it is religion. And it's, as a, has a, it's, a, it's a form of godliness, but it has no power. Ain't no pray, ain't no pray, ain't no, ain't, ain't no faith in it. Ain't no faith in it. Cause faith get results, man, because it commits God. Whenever you're in faith, God is committed, and He cannot deny it. Because faith brings God on the scene every, every time, every time, every time. I'm telling you that because I, I hate that religious spirit. He's always trying to be so holy and so religious. And they ain't doing nothing but crippling the body of Christ. Now I want you to see something because you can take that scripture and put it in your life. Because Peter needed to be delivered from death. You can deliver a person, whether it's in the hospital, whether it's in the, wherever it is. Well, I trust that you are blessed by that powerful teaching. Now, here's a point you want to remember. Shame is a spirit. It's designed to weaken your faith, weaken your spirit, and stop your progress. So I don't care what the situation is. Don't 
in any way entertain shame. Remember what it said in Hebrews chapter 12, verse two about Jesus for the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross, despising the shame. I mean, they thought they would shame him by beating him, put him on the cross and having him there half naked, so forth and so on that they would shame him. No, he despised the shame. Why? Because he maintained joy by seeing you and I coming back home. So when you can see your goal and keep that in mind, you'll find that shame cannot grab hold to you at all. So praise God. Now our announcer is gonna give you some important information on how you can order this powerful set of teachings and I'll be right back. To order on CD or DVD, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois, 60303. By bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Well, this is Bill Winston. Until next time, we love you and keep walking by faith.